This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be legends. Gary, what does the word influence mean for you? You're at Influence MTL, the first conference ever to redefine what it means to be an influencer. We're saying basically that entrepreneurs bring value to themselves and their corporation, and that's fine, but influencers bring value to their community and their ecosystem. You are number one influencer in our mind. Montreal has been waiting for you for a long time, my friend. So define for us what does the word influence mean to you? I think it's somebody who disproportionately brings value to other people which then allows them to have those people's attention. And I think the best purebred influencers know what to do with that attention. My biggest concern is that there's a lot of influencers who are doing a lot of selfish behavior with their attention. It's all about themselves. And I think that that will ultimately play itself out and give them a short run. But for me, the ultimate influencer is a, a, a guy or a gal that understands that to get people to care about you forever, you've got to disproportionately bring them more value than you're asking for in return. Very nice. Uh, Gary, you love basketball. I do. You know that. Yes. I played basketball. I played professional basketball in France with uh, that kid there, Samuel D'Alembert, who played for the New York Knicks. Yep. How about you buy the Knicks, Gary, and you put me on? I, you know, it's funny. The, buying he looks the Knicks, perplexed right now. Well, like, I'm perplexed because buying the me. Knicks is my backup plan if I can't <laughs> buy the Jets. I don't talk a lot about back. It's funny. I don't talk a lot about it because I don't think it's a good strategy to have backup plans. Because when you have a backup plan, yeah. that becomes the primary plan. You don't plan. go hard. A hundred percent. But it's in the back of my mind a little bit. Right? The problem is, how old are you right now? I am 36 years old. Yeah. Great. So if you're ready to be a Nick at 63 years old, <laughs> it's a conversation that we can maybe have. <laughs> but tell me, Gary. Yeah. Everybody knows that buying a football stadium might not be the most profitable investment. Yes. Real estate wise. Yes. But buying the Knicks. Downtown, prime location, the real estate itself is worth a lot of money. What do you think about that aspect of buying a professional team? And I think why not a, the Knicks instead of the Jets? Because by the time I get to a place in my life where yeah. I can afford to buy something for four or five or six billion dollars, yeah. the last thing I'm going to give a fuck about is money. <laughs> it's like, fuck I'm going yeah. to care about yeah. winning Super Bowls. I'm going to care about legacy. I'm going to care about that first game at that stadium when I'm the owner of the Jets. It, that two-minute video Ooh. montage of me saying that I was going to buy the Jets for the last 40 years of my life. That's it. And I'm going to be like, damn, I used to look young. But knowing you, that, that glass will never be filled, right? No, correct because, me. Correct, because when I buy the Jets, <laughs> then whatever franchise has won the most Super Bowls is going to become the new goal. The new and stuff. I'm going to say, okay, from 65 to 80 to, or 90 in these 20 years, I need to win seven, eight championships. How am I going to do that? Got you, got you. Well, my ultimate dream is to bring the NBA to Montreal. Oh, I what love do you think that. about the NBA coming to Montreal? And would you partner up with me, Thierry Lindor, to buy a franchise in Montreal? So I hate putting <laughs> things hesitating. on the record. I'm hesitating because <laughs> the answer is no, uh, because I don't want to be full of shit. Epic but I love the ambition, and I actually think it would do phenomenally well. I think Montreal is an actual, I think the NBA should make it second at bat in Canada. Obviously Vancouver didn't work out. Didn't work out, Uh, why do you think so? Curious to get your opinion. Truth is, I'd be shooting from the hip. I haven't done the homework. It it was a combination of the quality of the team, the serendipity of the market. I don't know what the Canucks were doing during that time. So I'm not sure. Okay. and sometimes it's time. But I do do think that uh, given the growth of basketball interest, in, in French-speaking countries, my intuition and the East Coast nature of Montreal yep. and that New York-Paris dynamic, 
I actually intuitively think basketball, the NBA would do very well in Montreal. Guys, emoji before I let you go, Gary. I actually want the Expos to come back. Hey! Expos I'm, coming back. I'm Montreal, still pissed. Baby. I mean, I used to, I mean, Delino DeShields and Marquise oh, Grissom and Vlad and fucking now. Larry Walker. <laughs> Fucking Dennis Martinez. No, I, I oh think. Man, he knows uh, oh, Tim Raines, Gary Dennis Carter. Day. The Expos had the. Be the when I was a lo deal. little kid, the Expos logo. Some dude here's got a black, got a on black hat. You told the him. black on black Expos hat. Fucking fly. And Gary, how about this? I've seen you play ball. You're yes. pretty good. Yes. But how about we play one on one? You're gonna beat me because it sounds like you're better. <laughs> so keep talking. And 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 whoever wins. Right invites the other person to a courtside game at the New York Knicks, and I pay the hot dogs or beer, and you pay the hot dogs, whoever loses. As long as we can also have a business competition where we each get given $100 and have three hours to make more money yeah. without using their fame or leverage. I like that. And then after I beat you in that, <laughs> and I might be able to sneak out the basketball game out of sheer will, because I want to fuck with you because Jesus. you just set me up with some bullshit here. <laughs> after that, uh, you have to give me 50% of the IP of your entire company Deal. organization. And then Done. last question, Gary. Yes. Who the hell is Rick? Every time <laughs> Gary V goes on any conferences, yeah. the analogy is always, let's say, listen, Rick. Is Rick a dick? Is this somebody from your child? Who's Rick? Rick is, Rick is a made pretend name. I don't know why I used it the first time. Obviously it caught on. And uh, Rick represents that guy. That dude. That's, that, that everybody knows here. By the way, 90% of the people at this conference are Rick. I'm being dead serious. This is gold, this is gold, this, this is, is the last truth. Go ahead, go ahead. Nobody wants to admit it, yep. but Rick talks shit and doesn't back it up. Ooh. And I promise you, on my children's health, 90% of this audience talks a big fucking game, but isn't willing to bleed for the decade. The decade. Somebody rolled up hey. on me and said, Gary, uh, she had amazing energy. I was like, okay, yeah, I yeah. decided to talk to her. Yeah, yeah. She was talking like, it's not clicking yet. She's three months in. <laughs> so, Rick talks shit, and I think most people talk shit. Listen, I talk shit, the problem is, I talk shit after I did it for 15 years. So I have no, I have no risk. This is a room full of people that are talking shit and haven't done it yet, aren't willing, now listen, if you're saying, hey, I just wanna make some ancillary income and I love the game of entrepreneurship and I wanna make $8,000 a year yep. extra, then it's 100% of That's this room you. can do that. Yep. But everybody's talking about blowing it out and changing the world and doing a drillion. I just think that people need to taper or be self-aware or stop being full of shit and actually put in the work. Hey. You know how many conferences I went to in my 20s and 30s? Zero, he just did a big fat so just zero. The, I just value the work That's so it. much. And listen, not that I was right. People are gonna learn things here, they're gonna network. I'm not right that I didn't go to conferences. Yeah, yeah. It's just that the value I that I put on actually working every minute is so disproportionately high, and I think people underestimate it. Montreal, you just got some gold from Gary V. Influence Podcast. Can we get a big loud, yeah, for Gary V. Thank you. What a podcast. Uh, super, super flattered and humbled for your attention, trying to completely dominate and rock the podcast. I hope you're enjoying it. Another thing we're rocking is on every Monday, we send out a ridiculous email at GaryVaynerchuk.com. Go to GaryVaynerchuk.com, sign up for the email list. Uh, not only are we putting original content, but a big strategy for me in 2018 is to disproportionately surprise and delight the email newsletter, a la, 
you know, I don't know, giving away 10 Porzingis signed jerseys randomly for the first 10 people that read the email that day or fly people in here or blah, 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 or VIP. If you're in Utah on the 13th, here's the front row of my speech. Not only am I crushing the content weekly on my email newsletter and I'm not, and I'm not, and I mean this, abusing it. We've been, by the way, I want to abuse it. I want to email every day, right hooks, but I've been jabbing the fuck out of my email newsletter. If you're not part of it, you're fucking up. You're smart enough to be on the podcast, but if you're not on the email, you're not complete. Check it, GaryVaynerchuk.com.